Welcome to the Daily Dental Podcast. I'm Dr. Addison Killeen, and each day I will give you one insight on how you can optimize your practice using the methods that have helped me grow to a multi-million dollar business while maintaining a balanced and healthy personal life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another weekend episode of the Daily Dental Podcast. Today, I am uh, excited to be joined by my friend and uh, the CEO of Mango Voice, uh, Mr. Kevin Tallman. So, Kevin, how's it going today? Good, Addison. It's always good to see you and, and catch up with you and excited to talk to you today. Yeah, thanks. Well, you know, we were just uh, chatting I, up here in Nebraska. It is negative 18 degrees, and you guys are based out of uh, Utah near the like the border what uh, what temperature are you guys seeing down there? Yeah, so when most people think of Utah, they think of Salt Lake where it's cold, but we live right on the Arizona border. So uh, I'm grateful to say we'll be in the 60s today. It sounds a lot better than negative 18. Yeah, I'm going to see snowflakes for the next month and uh, you'll you'll see them never. So. That's right. Uh, cool. Well, so yeah, you guys, you guys have uh, the phone company Mango Voice down there. Um, now, I mean, tell us, how did you end up in small town Arizona with this phone company that's now the, the largest in dentistry? Yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting story, right? It's it's probably like, I don't know what, you know, I don't know if we've ever talked about, you know, is your dream always to be a, a, a dentist, but my dream was uh, not to be where I am today, uh, but I'm grateful that I am here. Um, you know, briefly, just a little bit about myself, um, you know, did, did a lot of different things and I got married when I was 27 and my wife said, Hey, listen, like, let's figure out what you want to do and let's, let's put a plan together. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea. So I actually ended up going back to school when I was 27 years old and, uh, you know, got my degree and, um, I actually met a guy in, in college and, uh, we started a business and it, it, it took off and became something that him and I never imagined. And we actually sold that business. And the founder of Mango is my neighbor. So after we sold that business, uh, his name's Dave. I was talking to Dave one night and he was sharing about, you know, what Mango's doing. They had just gotten into the dental industry. He was really excited. And so uh, we decided that, you know, we liked what they were doing. And so we invested in his company uh, in 2017 and came on board with Mango and um, it's been an incredible journey um, and to be able to kind of see what's happened in dental uh, is quite frankly, kind of more than we envisioned, but super grateful for it. Yeah. So what, you know, obviously Mango is a phone company. What your previous business, what sector, was it technology driven or other stuff? Yeah. So our previous business was a, an oil field company. So we worked in the oil fields. But as part of that, we we built a software platform to be able to create efficiencies and reporting. And so we knew that we enjoyed technology and it's nice because technology allows you to really scale and do some other things. And so we knew we wanted to get back into technology, um, but to be honest, kind of a, a totally different business. But, you know, I guess once you get into business and you realize that it's figuring out what are the levers, what are the things I need to kind of adjust and pull, kind of like a dental office, right? Why don't you kind of fine tune your levers? Um, you know what you're doing. So a bit different industry, but uh, some same principles. Oh, nice. Okay. 
And has mango always been based out of your, between your and your neighbor's backyards, basically? Yeah. So I think, you know, he kind of started it at his house and, and, uh, you know, they had an office by the time we came along, but yeah, it's always been based here in, in Southern Utah. That's, that's where it was, was founded and that's where we've grown it. Oh, cool. Um, and I think you have, um, you know, the sales like Richard is one of your sales representatives and he's kind of at all the conferences. Is he based out of Southern Utah as well? Yeah. So he actually lives down here in St. George and is based down here and it's, it's kind of been fun to watch his evolution as well. Um, yeah. You know, Rich is in a lot of ways, kind of the face of mango and just does a great job. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. It's a tough being a roadie, you know, these days going to all, all these conferences and always, uh, traveling, but you know, it's kind of what you have to do. So, um, now the phone business is not a sexy business. <laughs> let's, let's call it out there. Um, what, you know, what's the technology that Mango is based off of or what, you know, how did you figure out this, crack this nut that has allowed you guys to have such good growth, I guess? Yeah. So kind of looking back to the the beginning when, when Dave started this, there's really two paths you can go down in the phone world. So you can go to a licensed platform. And what I mean by that is you, you go to a company and they've basically built out the technology. And then you put a your own kind of UI or interface on top of it and you go out and, and sell your system. So you're not really managing the core technology, but it allows you to have a product. Or you can go down the path where you actually build your own core technology. You build your own back end and then you can customize it. You can do whatever you want with it. Well, Dave... Dave's philosophy was, well, I want to build my own technology so that I can control my future. I can build the features I want and, and be able to, to basically address market needs as needed. And so Mango owns all of our own technology. And I always tell people this, Addison, I say the best thing about Mango is we own our back end. The worst part about Mango is we own our back end. And the reason I say that is because it's such a heavy operational load for us be able to maintain a real-time system. So for example, if our if your phone system blips for 20 milliseconds, you get really frustrated. Kind of like if you're on a cell phone and the call's not clear or it's just choppy, you get really frustrated. But my web browser kind of has an issue for a couple minutes. It's like, yeah, that's okay. So it's it's a really high operational bar to keep a system like this functioning, stable, and available. Yeah. So um, when you look at the phone technology, I mean, you're talking, you need to be up and running 99.9999% of the time, 24-7. Um, is that like, do you have a team that is pretty much on call 24-7 around the world or based in different sides of the US that manages all of this to make sure if, you know, if things go down, like what's the next steps? Yeah, so we have a team that monitors the system 24-7 and we have advanced learning set up. And something cool about Mango that we don't talk about a lot. So I appreciate these questions because most people don't ever talk about this stuff, but think of think of Mango almost as like a living organism. So it wakes up in the morning because almost all of our customers are in healthcare and dentists. 
And so no one's making a lot of calls at night and it actually like scales up to meet the demand of the day. And then it scales down at night. And so what we built is let's say during the day, if it's a really busy day, we can actually just bring on added capacity. The system's smart enough to know, oh, I need more capacity and it just does it itself. So we've been able to build this in such a way to make it almost smart. So it can auto scale by itself um, and meet those demands. But even with that, it's technology and technology doesn't always go right and it has issues. So yeah, we have a team that monitors the core systems 24 seven. Oh, that's cool. Now, uh, you know, when I was, uh you know, when I had multiple locations and everything, we had multiple servers, like six different servers, we would kind of have a loop where if one server went down, the others would take up and you could run the practice still based off of other servers. Do you guys have like little nodes across the country where if part of the system goes down, resources shift and everything? Yeah. So the way we've done it is, um, we have six regions, we call them regions. So we break the United States up basically in six regions. Uh, in fact, we just added three more regions uh, this week. So now we have nine regions. And the reason we're doing that is because we wanna make sure we have the capacity to handle the loads in those regions. And Mango has enough customers that we have to kind of bifurcate that out to make sure that we create a, a stable environment. but. Exactly what you said. So let's say within a region, you know, some of the capacity goes down or you have a connectivity issue, it'll actually auto fell over. So all the, all the you know, basically all the traffic that will be here will fell over to an auto fell over. So we've done our best to put as much kind of redundancy in place as, as possible with that auto scaling. So um, we, we've done our best to say, Hopefully we, we, we're always available, the uptime's there and, and the, the experience is there. Okay, cool. Well, and so because you have your own backend, you know, when I go to my Mango Voice uh, admin dashboard, uh, we have like the switchboard. So I can kind of switch things around on the fly. Um, we had a snow day, like three out of the last seven days, we had to shut down part of the practice for a number of hours because of like uh, extreme blizzarding in the area. Um, so I went into my Mango. Um, I recorded a quick a, a voicemail, basically a, a 20 second clip saying, hey, due to weather conditions, we're currently closed. Uh, when we open back up, I'll, we'll call you to reschedule. Um, but I switched that into my switchboard. So just in between the incoming call and you know the voicemail box, it says this little uh, clip is that only available because you guys built and manage your back end? A lot of those features are available on most platforms. What you see with telcos is like how easy is it to actually do something? So you talk about the switchboard, for example. You know, we're one of just a couple companies in the country that have a drag and a drag and drop interface that makes it really easy to manage your call flow. And, and those are the types of things because we own our technology that we're able to do. And so, you know, the premise of Mango is how do we take something that's highly complex and usually very difficult to manage? And how do we simplify that as much as possible for the user? And then couple that with really good human support. And I think that's one of the problems with a lot of 
you know, phone companies is they forget about the, the experience of the person using it and being able to support them the right way. So the answer is yes, because we own our technology, we're able to simplify and build some of these things that hopefully make it as easy as possible to be able to use it. Yeah. How, I mean, it's sometimes difficult when you're deep into a system or a product to back yourself out and think like a, a user. So like, how, how's that process been for you to go back and just be like, okay, with, with a new set of eyes looking at this, like what's been your mental process to do that? Yeah. The big thing is, is um, me personally, you know, I went and spent time in a dental office and said, Hey, if we're going to, you know, be able to create software for dental offices, I better understand their pain points and I better understand what it's like to work in a dental office. Right. So you go sit by someone, you know, one of the team members that's working the front desk and you say, Hey, can I just shadow you? I want to understand what your day's like. What's it like to answer a call? What's it like to, to go into systems and learning how, like where those efficiencies are, I think becomes really important. And to be able to almost get yourself in that mind frame of like, if I was there answering the phone or doing these other things, what would make it as easy as possible to make those things happen? So that's been a big learning, right? Six years ago, I, I knew nothing about dental offices. Um, <laughs> and now in large part, it's our world. Yeah, totally. Um, so what, uh, I, I mean, I've seen some of the, like my cell phone bill, for example, comes across and there's all these uh, government agencies that seemingly regulate, you know, the telecommunications world. Uh, particularly for like my Verizon cell phone bill, um, you guys are kind of in that world as well. What are the major hurdles you have to dealing with so much regulation? And and I guess I don't even know how how much regulation is there for everything you do. It's highly regulated. So, you know, the government knows that the way that we communicate in large part is through voice still. You think about all the interactions you have, whether it's on your cell phone, whether it's calling an office, is largely through phone. And so they've done a really good job of taxing that, um, not only from a federal perspective, right, because the federal government does it, but the states tax it, you know, individual cities tax it. So the problem is, is there's all these regulations from the federal to the to the very local level. And this is a question we get a lot at Mango because We'll, we'll send a bill, for example, and I'll have a breakdown. And let me, what most people understand, Addison, this is actually interesting, is one of the federal taxes, it actually changes every uh, quarter. So every three months they change it. That tax, I've seen it as high as 32% for one tax from the federal yeah. government. And so- what we try to do is, is structure how we're billing in a way to, to stay compliant because that's important to us, right? We want to do things the right way. But also, how do we try to limit the exposure to some of those taxes? I mean, 32%, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So it makes it really hard to be able to try to keep prices in a very competitive nature um, and still have to incur some of those taxes. Wow. And, you know, I guess... Uh, most of us, I, I only see my bill once a year. So then you probably try to guesstimate what the tax rate is going to be for the next year or retroactively look back at kind of what it's been. Is that kind of your 
strategy there? Yeah. So what we do is we actually um, subscribe to a big tax engine that has every township, every city, every state, and they compile that. And so what happens is when we go to to you know generate a bill, it pings that database and then brings back the relevant um, you know taxes that you'll have. But what we hear a lot from customers is like, hey, you know, my bill went up. Sometimes it goes down, right? So what we like to do is just pull those up. We'll walk you through all that, help you understand it. But the hard part for us is that's completely out of our control, right? Um, but it, it is true. You'll see some variability just because those tax rates change, like I said, on a quarterly, annual basis. And so, and that could be federal, state, county, and city, I'm guessing? That's right. That's right. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of taxes. They all got um, their hands in the pot. Now, do I'm on the yearly tax or the yearly bill uh, invoice plan. What percentage of your clients are pay, like to pay monthly versus annual? Yeah, so about 85% of our customers like to they pay annual. And they like that because, you know, up front, by doing that, we'll give you free equipment. So we're going to put, you know, new phones in your office. These, are, these phones are top of line phones. They're really, really nice. Um, so they're able to get new equipment. And I, the way they see it is, well, I'm going to pay my bill anyway. By doing that, I get free equipment. So you don't have to buy the equipment. And something I hear a lot from dentists is they actually like the annual bill because they're like, I pay it once a year and then I just forget about it and I move on. And the reality is Mango, you know, from a cost perspective, we try to stay really competitive, um, but it's definitely not one of the, you know, major costs within the office. So I think in that sense, it, it it's much easier that way. Yeah. It's a blip on the radar once a year, basically. So well, um, even though it's a really unsexy business to be in, what are you guys looking forward to in your roadmap that at least you can share publicly? Like, what are you doing to try to improve? I mean, because most of the time we answer the phone, there's not much you can do to improve it. So what's kind of on your product roadmap to make phones better or to make the experience better or software over the next few years? Yeah, great question. The first thing I'll say is, you know, maybe phones aren't the most exciting thing, but if you think about it from a dental practice perspective, it's still the main conduit into the practice. And especially when we're talking about new patients reaching out to a new office, right? They want to be able to talk to somebody and have that experience on what is this office, right? So a new patient calls your office, Addison, they're going to get a sense from your team what that practice is like. And I know dentists don't like to hear this and I understand why, but in large part, it's almost like a sales interview of like, help me understand, do you take my insurance and how nice are you and those things, right? And we're taking that all in and saying, hey, is this somewhere where I wanna go and have my work done? I think that's incredibly important to understand. But, you know, Mango, our core focus has really been what you talked about earlier, which is, making sure we get our platform in a place where it's highly reliable and highly scalable because you could have all the features in the world, but if your calls don't go through, none of those features matter. And that's really what we've been focused on for the last couple of years. And 
we feel really confident in where the platform is today and where we can go with it. Now, what we're working on and shipping our focus to is how do we become more integrated with your practice management systems? And being able to pull, you know, key data from that. For example, a new feature that's going to be rolling out here really shortly. Um, and when I say really shortly, in the next 30, 45 days, is the ability for open dental users to pull all their patient info into Mango. Now, that's going to do a couple things. It's going to give you patient info in the mobile app when you're on the move, so you can call patients. It's also going to make your caller ID much more accurate. And what that also will help us do with some machine learning models that we've been working on for the last two years is we can now identify when a new patient's calling the practice. And being able to create custom tags on those calls so that you know when a new patient's calling you. Uh, so you would be able, with this open dental uh, communication or you know sync, you, you'll be able to really tell us you got out of your, oh, thousand calls this month, you know, 45 of them were new patients. So you should go and look at open dental, how many of those actually scheduled. Um, so right. you could actually see, did you drop off there? Um, that's right. That's, oh, that's really cool. So, so that, you know, I, I think you're totally right though. The phones are the gateway um, to new patients, to production, um, or to just serving your existing patients. I mean, online scheduling is a must have, but it's still not even a significant, I mean, it's not the majority of patients appointments. It's in my practice, I, I tout it very highly and it's maybe 15% of our uh, appointments or uh, new patient appointments are made online. Are the other, are the other 85 coming through voice? Voice. Yeah, exactly. So, so then I'm guessing there's a few percentage where the mom comes in and then schedules like their kids, but yeah, most everything else has got to be voice. Well, let's say for a hypothetical, let's say 75% of your new patient calls are still coming in through voice. So to the point of being identified, which one of those calls are new patients and identifying those and then understanding what happens with them. Because something that I talk to dentists often about is, and this is a question I ask them is, how's your team performing on the phone? And they're, most of the time they're like, well, I think good, but I don't really know. And this is the other thing with phone systems is to the point, they're the main artery into the practice, but it's the one of the most misunderstood transactions in the office. What I mean by that is how many dentists can say confidently how their team's performing on the phone. So another feature that's going to be rolling out here really shortly and I alluded to it, which is some machine learning models. So for example, voice to text transcriptions, kind of key uh, identifiers around voice inflections, um, you know, sentiment analysis, all those things. Um, and this stuff is already built and we're testing it at Mango. We have been testing it at Mango for about four or five months and helping us even as an internal team say, how are we performing on the phone? And what are those key data points I should look at? Now Mango will start to be able to say, hey, Addison, these calls, you should look at these calls because we noticed something that's very problematic with them. And it could be a training opportunity for you to go back to the team and say, 
hey, here's the transcript. Here's all the data points. Let's talk about what happened here. Yeah. Well, I mean, and currently um, I do that or my ops manager does that with a few of our phone calls from each team member every month. And we just have a little, you know, phone call evaluation sheet, which um, we share on Dental Success Network. Uh, but be, it's only because we have those recordings from our Mango voice that stay there for 24 months, I, I think. Um, but what you're saying, though, is this new software would actually be able to tell you with a readout of here's your transcript. And this is kind of the feeling that the patient left with after the phone call. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Then it takes a lot of guesswork. And quite honestly, a lot of ops managers and dentists themselves don't have time, you know, they're busy enough doing everything else in the practice. So listening to phone calls and evaluation of those uh, is just not possible. That's right. Um, That's exactly right. So those are the big things we're really focused on at, at Mango. Um, we have some other kind of exciting things that we're working on when, when they get a little closer, I'll, I'll, I'd love to come on and, and share those, but you know, those are things you can expect to roll out here in the next month or two coming out of Mango. Cool. Wow. That's awesome. So, well, I mean, I think, you know, I, I haven't said enough, but Mango is my uh, phone system of choice. Uh, I don't think I've ever told you back at my old practice, uh, when we had six locations, we probably had, oh, 60 to something phones. I mean, we had phones everywhere. Uh, a couple of locations were quite big. Um, we were paying an astronomical amount every month for these phones. Um, and I invested like $20,000 in a software package to try to manage all these phones. If I would have had Mango, it would have saved me so freaking much money. It's not even funny. It's a little bit of a gut punch to feel now. Um, so I'm glad that there's a market player like you in the market that actually makes it easy. I mean, if it's easy enough that I can do it, I can log onto my phone and actually change my practice phone system in emergency situations all the time, which I've done. Um, it just makes it really easy. So uh, I want to thank you for, um, you know, continuing to grow the product and improve it, the product and everything. And uh, just for, for making it easy on us dentists and for coming on the show today. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, we're grateful to be a part of this, this community, grateful for, you know, people like you, Addison, and um, you know, it's a testament to our team quite frankly, that they work hard to create a really good experience. We're not perfect, but I can promise you every day, like we try as hard as we can to help our customers um, in any way we can. So I appreciate that. And it, it, like I said, it, it means the world to us and the team. Cool. And if they want to find out more about your phone packages or services, where can they reach out to you? Yeah, go check us out at mangovoice.com and you can fill out some information there. Uh, also, you know, if you are on social media, I think this is something that is a little bit unique about me is I'm very accessible that way. If you reach out to me, uh, I'll respond to you. Um, so if that's your preferred method, please reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you. Cool. And the one final question, the term mango seems like a really funny word to name a phone company. How did that come about? Yeah. So when Dave was starting it, you know, he looked around and if you think about most phone companies, it's like Mitel, Shortel, Nextel. They're all these kind of weird kind of telco names. And so he thought, you know, phone systems for most people are such a source of frustration and headache 
let's figure out something that makes people happy. And so for him, he said the first thing that he thought of was the beach. And the second he thought was mangoes on the beach, make him happy. So that's where mango came from, which is thinking about life on a beach with a mango. That's awesome. And, you know, with your uh, app that you could put on your phone, you could answer your practices phone from a beach cutting into a mango. So I love there you it. Go. There you go. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, Kevin. Uh, thanks a bunch. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, Addison. For more information about this topic, as well as any others, check us out at www.dentalsuccessnetwork.com or connect with me at addisonkilleen.com. Have a great day.